This is Kenyon Drake, running back for the Arizona Cardinals, and you're listening to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. Welcome to the Fantasy Football Kings podcast. This is your host, Luke. Joining me today is Tyler, and that is it right now. Pat C. is supposed to show up in a couple minutes. We'll see if he shows up to work. Yeah, allegedly, uh, he's got some excuse, but we'll see if he shows up. Uh, last night, Chargers Saints. What did you think of the game? Uh, I mean, I think the biggest takeaway is Justin Herbert. Yeah, guy can play. Play. He uh, he's fantastic. I mean, he's looked great now through four starts. Thirty-five points against the Saints. No joke. Four touchdowns, no interceptions. It's he, impressive. He offers fantasy value to that whole roster. Yep, and you know, Keenan benefits. Sadly, he went out last night. Hopefully, it's not too bad of an injury. I think it was just back spasms too. So maybe just like a precautionary holdout. Yeah, something that could be worrisome. Obviously, game to game, but it sucks. They're going into a uh, bye week too. Yep. So uh, that was a good game from Herbert. I mean, Mike Williams really benefited. You know. At, he kind of got a lot of big plays at the end of the game. He only had two catches up until then, but they were big plays. Yeah, five for 109 and two two big touchdowns. Dude can – dude's, you know, just as good as Mike Evans at jump balls and stuff. Like, he, he might be the best in the no, league, he, Adam. Absolutely. And uh, just a real quick on Herbert, too, since we did have our waiver show yesterday. We hadn't seen him play. Yeah. Um, coming out of the bye, he's got Jacksonville and then Denver. Yeah, those um, are good matchups. So two good matchups. Maybe you could kind of beat the waiver. Um, you know, he might not be that hot because of the bye week coming up. So if you if you can get him in advance and roster him, he could be a good option there. Yeah, I agree. Uh, totally agree with that. But all right, let's move on to the news and notes for the day. Uh, Dalvin Cook not expected to play Sunday. So fire up your Alexander Madison's. That if I would. Uh, have him as my number one claim now over Claypool. Yeah, I mean, if he's available, it's it's a smash play for one yep. week. And you can, you know, even if you're not the Cook owner and you, you, you get him for a week, if you have to spend some fab on him, he's a player worth keeping on your roster because of how fragile Dalvin is overall. And you might be able to trade him to the Cook owner after this Absolutely. week. So get him. Uh, I wouldn't suggest it if you're like 5-0 and oh and you don't really need running back help. It's more for like if you're bottom – Use that top priority claim you've been holding on to, and if not, and you need a win really bad, 50% of your fab at least if you need to win next week. He's going to be a top five back against yeah. Atlanta. Uh, they, they do have a bye following that too, so Cook presumably would be healthy coming out of the bye. Yep. Sit in two weeks. but Yeah, they expect that for sure. But Still, one, one great week out of Madison, possible value in a trade or even later on in the season. Yep. Next up, AJ Brown is going to play tonight. I'm excited to see that. Notre Davis White too, so yeah, he could actually come back and have a pretty good day. The one thing is, I mean, they haven't practiced in two weeks. They uh, should get I killed mean, tonight. Well, honestly. have they? Have they practiced yeah, in two yeah, weeks? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, they had fake pra- or like illegal practices, but those aren't as good as real, you know. No, yeah. Uh, Deontay Johnson was back at practice today. That's another reason why you know if you're chasing that clay- <laughs> chasing that clay pool, no pun chasing intended. That chase clay pool. <laughs> wow. That worked great. That was a good uh, one. I like it. <laughs> we should keep that. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I would suggest, you know, Deontay looks like he's going to be back this weekend. So he's going to still keep his role. He was leading the team in targets. They really trust Deontay. Not because Claypool just had a huge game. They're not going to be like, all right, Deontay, you're benched. 
Like yeah. he's still going to get his outside role. And ben and Deontay have a great little rapport too. So I, I've lowered my expectation on Claypool a little bit. Seems like the type of thing is you get him and then he's going to bust this weekend. I mean, yeah. he's never he's never going to score that much points again, probably in his career. Four touchdowns, come on. Uh, next news item is the Jets are trying to trade Le'Veon Bell. I've acquired Le'Veon Bell in three leagues like an idiot. <laughs> But I, but he was more of a an extra throw-in piece that I was grabbing from people for, like, I wanted Deshaun Watson. I was trying to uh, buy low on him. I was able to buy low in one league on him. But, uh, wow, the uh, the great one has arrived. What's that? Hey, Pat, how you doing, sir? What's up, guys? Good, good. We're just discussing the, uh, the yes. news item of the day that the Jets are trying to trade Le'Veon. Yes. <laughs> and the question for Luke is, what would you prefer? Le'Veon stay put with Gase or go to some murky situation? I want him to stay put, I think. I don't want... Uh, unless it's going to be a situation where like Gase is just going to make him inactive because he's acting up. But I don't know where he's going to get more That's work. the thing. is, As of right you know? now, there's not a single landing spot where he would walk into a workhorse role. Yeah. Um, I mean, even like the Giants. Like Freeman's playing decent, good... Yep, pretty solid football for them. And they're I, losing. There's no reason for them. To yeah, bring exactly. No, yeah. I mean, it's probably going to be a contender if if he did get the like trade Chiefs pull. or something. And and that's the thing is there are some tantalizing options. You know, there are some teams that he would get work for, and maybe him being used just overall better in a limited role yeah. is better than the full workload of Gase. But I, I mean, I watched every snap of Le'Veon Bell last week. It was the first weekend back. I traded for him. And he had 13 rushes for 60 yards and one catch for 7 yards. He had plenty more opportunities to get the ball in, in the passing game, but they just didn't throw it to him for some reason. And he was impressive on some runs, getting 5, 6 yards every time. He he got stuffed a couple times on 3rd and 1. That's where everyone's like talking about it, how bad he's been. But I honestly thought he looked good for being you know 3 weeks off. And it was Flacco too, so yeah. maybe Darnold, that slight uptick in offensive production i mean he's got the dolphins this weekend who are 10th worst against the run so i, I don't see why not i'm i'm not gonna flex him or i'm saying like why wouldn't i flex him but it all depends on if they're gonna move him or not and i don't know a good situation to go to i can't think of one team and that's the problem no i mean we discussed some some possible ones what like was it chicago yeah I mean, chicago maybe to feel like a the cohen role but i mean Quarterell's actually been pretty solid for them in that yeah. role. So and they're 4-0. And that's the thing. So it's working what they're doing. Um, the other one, maybe Philly. They worked out Freeman. They worked out Carlos Hyde. Yeah. So maybe they are looking for a number two to Miles Sanders in some capacity. Um, the one I'd be curious about, and <laughs> call me crazy, but I'd like to see him go back to Pittsburgh. Yeah, I know. I would like, I'd to, like to see him, see him back squash there. the beef and Tomlin just be like, look. You're getting paid what you're getting paid. You want to play ball on a good team, and he'd be, he'd be like, "Well, well yeah. what's going to happen is if the Jets are going to, get, they can't. No one's going to pick up that contract." No, so I saw a lot of people suggesting that it would be like a split, basically like wherever they go, it'd be for like the compensation, and then they would eat half the cap. Yeah, to make it down to like three mil, which isn't that bad. Yeah, that's how it'd have to be. Like he, they, they just have to pay him his game checks, and then Jets are going to get all the extra like bullshit that they have to pay for like idiots but i don't know i mean that'd be interesting Steelers. what about uh the old tampa bay bucks we, we cut shady mccoy and we'll take a on <laughs> yeah i mean Shut, cut fournette too it's an option <laughs> i'm just kidding i mean realistically no. i mean if we traded a seventh round pick for him that's but, what i mean the dude, price, he's a the great pass catcher cannot, still the price tag cannot be that high because they're gonna dump him after this year like 
yeah. the writing's on the wall. Like no one's gonna pay up for a guy that's gonna be out the door. Yep. And three million for a year rental. I wouldn't Not mind him. I mean, he he'll be motivated. That's for sure. Playing with Tom. All right. Next news item of the day is. No talk of shutting down Lane Johnson. That's good for Carson Wentz and uh, Miles Sanders. That is fantastic news. Uh, Roger Goodell is allowing the possibility of Week 18, which is not good for fantasy, as I don't know what would happen if a game got moved to Week 18. I think it would just be you like just lose it. You just lose it. Yeah. Gosh, and that would just be horrible for you know if it's. I mean, maybe you talk to your commission about extending. I mean, no, I don't even really know. They've also discussed a, a bubble for the playoffs in, what was it, L.A. or... I think that's the best. If, <sighs> if they make it that far, I think they have to. Dude, I don't like that because I want fans at least I, a, some type of home field advantage. I know, but I mean, I'm gonna... just almost can't. And, you know, that makes it such an even playing field that anybody can win. But Okay. The Falcons placed their rookie defensive end, Davidson, on the COVID-19 list. Does that mean that now the Falcons have a COVID outbreak? Yeah, I mean, I guess. <laughs> and the Chiefs, I mean, the Chiefs, is sure. the Chiefs put Anthony Sherman on there, too. So, it's sketchy, what the hell? Man. Does that mean the Chiefs have it? Like, I'm, like, nervous about their games. I mean, they week. are, like, reacting to it surprisingly quick. Um, and, like, you know, getting information out there to the public about, you know, they're coming back. They're, yeah, we already have it separated. So, I think they are, most teams are doing a good job of, like, staying true to those protocols with, like, the tracking and, like, you know doing exactly what the titans weren't doing okay all right well let's uh move on to the next part of the show we are going to play a game called hold them or fold them uh we discuss players that you know should you cut them or should you keep them so i'm going to see about joshua kelly running back for the Los Angeles Chargers had 11 rushes for 29 yards and one catch for nine yards. And Justin Jackson was much, much better. Would you hold him or fold him? I think you got to hold him another week. Because he still got 11 carries. I think you hold him because he got 11 carries. But, you know, we're coming off of so 11 for 29. Last week, 9 for 7. Week before that, 8 for 43. Week before that, 23 for 64 and that's his top on the year yeah so i mean hold him because there is some volume but you just can't get rid of a running back right now exactly true if if they're literally getting eight carries or nine carries like they need to be on a team i just i was desperate i had to start malcolm brown like i was desperate he got no actually henderson took henderson took it all it was like i was like oh please be a malcolm brown week it's a good dart throw though i wouldn't bet i would have been better off starting jd mckissick like if you're if they're getting play they need to be on a team yeah that one is probably like a can you start him or or bench him sort of thing yeah um i think they're gonna be weird it's gonna be like a justin jackson kelly like back and forth kelly did fumble that game Eckler got hurt and it fumbled before then also. So Justin Jackson is maybe more established, but I mean, I don't know who you're going to drop him for. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. JD McKissick. <laughs> Dude, I need him. <laughs> Shit. Right. Uh, John Brown, hold him or fold him. Hasn't played in now three weeks. He's inactive tonight. Or he played last week. John he, Brown, you said? Yes. He mm-hmm. had, Five targets, four catches, 42 yards against the Las Vegas Raiders in week four. 
in the week before that, and two targets, no uh, donut against the Rams. Not good. He's eighty percent owned. So, would you rather have uh, T Higgins? Yes. Or, yeah, uh, I would like, rather have T Higgins. Lavisca Chanel. I would say if you're in a position where you don't need him to be active because you're already good with like your starting lineup, mm-hmm. you're not even you know he hasn't hurt you being inactive. I would hold him mm-hmm. because of how good Josh Allen's playing. Yep. Um, but if you're in any position where he'd be in your weekly options and you're like needing him, then dump him because there's definitely better guys out there for you right now. Like you said, T. Higgins. Yeah. If I saw John Brown on the waivers, I would pick him up. Okay. Yeah, that's what I mean. If, if he's a guy that if you drop, a good team's going to pick up because he's worth stashing. Mm-hmm. But you know, I mean, let, let's think of some other Chenault. If you're good at wide receiver and you need to pick up a tight end or something, Chenault, John Brown. I'd, I'd rather have Leviscus. Yeah, I think I would too. Actually, so I mean, it's kind of dependent on if you need John Brown to be healthy and playing right. Yeah. Now. Okay. But he's good enough to stash. Uh, how do you say his name again? Traquan Smith. Last night, three targets, two catches, eight yards. Out the door. I think he's a goner. Yeah. Michael Thomas come back by week. We thought Hold it would them. take yeah, until Mike them. Thomas would come back. The fact that it happened early, like I've been waiting for like one bad game to be like I'm out on Traquan. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. All right, next up, it's a guy I hold near and dear to my heart. Zach Moss, Buffalo Bills running back, inactive tonight. Do you uh, want to fold him? I don't because I like holding these rookie guys. Uh, I think he'd be a valuable handcuff with the Buffalo Bills offense. So, And when he played, he got he – like got he's not line. even like a he – he's line. not even like a handcuff because he gets goal line workers. Just he hasn't played in three you gotta weeks. you got to hold him. You gotta hold him. Yeah, yeah. I think it's again a, a position position thing. If you can afford to hold him, now let's say you a team have that got set. like Josh Jacobs, Eckler. Well, Eckler's hurt. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's say you're you're holding. I'd you're, pick him up. Okay. You're the Zach Moss owner. You have uh, Josh Kelly. I like dropping Moss for Kelly. No, because that San Diego backfield is un- like it could be Kelly next time. Yeah, it, um, you know what you have with Zach Moss. He's gonna get carries and he's gonna be the handcuff. I like Zach Moss. I still hold. I'm holding him in a league, and uh, and it also too, just to be pointed out with John Brown, we're stashing just because of how potent the offense is for them. And Singletary can't doesn't stay healthy. I mean, he was hurt last year. He we're only five games in, but it's a long season. Yeah. All right. Next up, Dearness Johnson, running back, Cleveland Browns. I wasn't crazy about him from the beginning. Eight rushes, 32 yards, one target, one catch. He really only started getting rushes when Kareem went down in the fourth. Um, not he didn't go down. He just he had cramps or something and just didn't play the rest of the fourth. I think yeah. I'd hold Ernest if I had Kareem. Yeah, if I didn't have Kareem, I'm never going to start. Realistically, him. if you have D Ernest, you probably blew your higher waiver priority. Yeah, or you blew your fab on him. So I would definitely hold. Um, it still looked like, in some ways, they want to get other. Backs involved. I mean, Kareem kind of has gotten banged up now when he's taking yeah. taking a brunt of it. So, I would hold him if I had Kareem. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm willing to hold. All right, the next one is another one near and dear to my heart. I tried to believe for so long, but I think it's time to fold him. Can you guys guess who it is? AJ Sean Green. Jackson. Near Pat is right. It's AJ Green. I'm gonna hold him in case they trade him. Even though if they trade him, I don't know how valuable yeah. he would be, but. I can't. If AJ Green is on the waivers, I'd pick him up. Right, I know. That's the problem is he's got a huge name. 
and I would try to pack. Oh, you can't. What the he, fuck? Who, right no now, you can't. To, no one wants to touch him. He's. He's. I mean, in ten team, I think you can get rid of him. It's not working. He got volume. It didn't work. He looked slow. He looked old. He looked a little bit washed. Kind of the Zach Ertz. And now falling out of favor. And he was saying, trade me on the the sidelines. Possibly saying that. Definitely saying that. (laughs) Also, didn't he kind of tweak the hammy? Yeah, supposedly. He's probably faking injury Objectively, you should probably drop him. And so, yeah, I mean, realistically, you got to kind of get past it. And there's going to be better better. Would you drop him for Clay uh, Claypool? Yeah. Would you drop him? Travis Fulcam, yes. Uh, I would not. Alshon's coming back, man. And Deshaun. Deshaun didn't play last week either. I I mean, but. And I don't want Fulcam again. The only. So, in my opinion, the only thing A.J. Green adds to your lineup in any regard is just on Sunday morning. And you're on the toilet doing your tinker time. Yeah. In the back of your head, you're like, Travis Fulgham, who's put up back-to-back good fantasy days? Or... But AJ Green though, yeah, true. AJ Green. Yeah. AJ Green squeaks into your lineup last minute, and AJ Green disappoints you yeah. for the sixth time this yeah, year. Yeah, you should probably <laughs> drop AJ Green. I, I would drop him for Brandon Cooks for Claypool, T for Higgins, even T, his team. No, T, T Higgins, hundred percent. Henry Ruggs, yeah, Henry I mean, Ruggs. Anybody that scored more, scoring more than four points a week. So I understand yeah. you're a four and one, five and zero oh team, and you want to hold them for a little bit longer. You you got you're safe, but if you're one and three or one and four, like you just there's, get rid of him and try to hit on another I mean, guy. Guy like Greg Ward, give yeah. me a ten a game. Yeah, yeah. like you're gonna start Greg Cole Ward. AJ hasn't even hit ten yet. I don't think exactly. So I mean, it's, it's tough because of the name power, but you know, fantasy stuff sometimes. Yeah. All right, hold or fold. His teammate Joe Burrow. 183 passing yards, interception, three rushes, 10 yards, fumble lost, 4.32 fantasy points, and he's got the best pass defense this weekend in the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I'm going to say hold. I think he could fold him, bro. I mean, at some point he was going to get battered around like he was a rookie, and... But even his best game is like twenty five points. Like yeah. I'd rather have Tannehill, Kirk Cousins, Fitzpatrick, Teddy Bridgewater, Bridgewater. Like I'd, I'd rather have a lot of guys. Yeah, over. I mean at this point, Andy Dalton. He's not a weekly start. I mean, yeah, because you can pick him up whenever you need to stream him again. Realistically, yeah, you can you can drop him. I never. Yeah, I think he is still streamable in certain weeks though. Like I think that's still in the cards. You can still get that twenty five point game when he's. I mean, he's still going to have games where he throws the ball fifty plus times. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fold him. All right, three more. Russell Gage, hold or fold. It's two bad weeks in a row. Three bad weeks in a row. So five targets. Till Julio gets back, doesn't even matter. So the thing is, is right now Olamide. I'm gonna butcher his last name. Okay, but Olamide. He's Zacharias. Yeah, yeah. He is predominantly playing the slot. Gage is on the outside. When Julio's back. Gage runs the slot full time. Mm, okay. So that's my one reservation. Now, the other issue is Olamide, Zacharias guy, is a young guy that got a lot of pre camp hype and stuff mm-hmm. like that from them. Young player. So maybe he takes over the slot role entirely and kind of splits it with Gage a little bit. Um, but if Gage goes right back to the slot with Julio, I think he's back to being playable. But without Julio, outside of Ridley, I'm not touching that offense. Yeah. I'll hold. Gage, unless I can get one of the receivers we've talked about, or like Cole Beasley. Uh, without okay. Julio, he's not good. I'm okay with folding, but when Julio's back, I, I have a feeling he'll be a guy that's picked back up because he's going to be rolling again. 
he's he's kind of like Muhammad Sanu in years past, where he'll have decent fifteen point games, but also have like four point games. Disappoint you once you decide yeah. to actually play him. <laughs> he's an emergency bye week guy. Okay, last one. I'm gonna skip the other one. Uh, Jarek McKinnon. Kind of disappointing outing against Miami. Only got one rush and two catches for five yards. And, you know, the yeah. past five weeks before that, over 13 <laughs> fantasy points in every game, a touchdown in every game. Mozart was back in full effect. And yeah. It's like, but when does Tevin know. Coleman come back? Uh, I want to say he's still a few weeks out. Like, But three, you got to think he beat the out. job out from uh, Tevin. I mean, he played so well. I would think, but I don't. I have no idea, to be honest with you. I mean, with, with Mozart out, I was like, Jeff Wilson's definitely going to step up, take that early down work, and they're going to split it just fine. Jeff Wilson did that the first week and then just not even on the field the next week. Yeah. This the- week, first week back with Mozart, I was still kind of like, I think they're going to ease him into it and probably see a lot of McKinnon. And just nope. I, I don't know with Kyle Shanahan. It's kind of like a Patriots situation. Yeah, I really um, don't. I mean, it's... You hold him, don't drop him. Yeah, I think don't, you need to wait. Yeah, running week. back's too thin to, He's a to hold be, to be yeah. folding on him. Don't drop McKinnon, but I'm, maybe try to flip him to the Mostert owner. Yeah, as a possible handcuff. I mean, at this point, I kind of view him much. as a dart throw. Like, are you comfortable starting him week to week? I no. was before last week. Not anymore. So now, are you benching him? But what if he's right back? You know, in typical Shanahan fashion. Well, you gotta you hope know, that they're able miss to the, um, miss the pop game. Yeah, you got to hope they're able to use them for sure. But all right, that'll do it for hold 'em or fold 'em. Let's uh, let's discuss a couple of the games that uh, happened. Let me uh, see. Also, Jim, uh, just real quick on McKinnon, Jimmy Garoppolo was really bad. Also in that game, yeah, he um, like really really bad. And Bethard's not good either. So <laughs> maybe Nick Mullins is the key. Yeah, maybe he is the key. He he struggled against the, the Eagles too, though. At the end. Um, let me bring up these NFL games from over the weekend. I guess let's start with uh, we didn't talk about the Bears and Bucks. What uh, what do you think about the fantasy uh, outlook there? Uh, I don't want to talk about that game. Man. You know who? Do you guys know who the wide receiver one is in fantasy football right now? Adam Thielen, Allen Robinson, Allen Robinson of the Chicago, Chicago Bears. After Isn't that crazy? After tonight, though, it'll be Stephon Diggs. Oh, will it? Oh, it is Diggs, Diggs down. is ele- eleven points out of out of first. So. Okay. More than likely, we'll probably do. But yeah, Allen Robinson. I mean, and wide receiver number three is anybody know Mike Evans? Yep, wide receiver three on the year, and he's been hobbled all year. That's impressive. Yeah, he's Brady been is targeting him. Can't wait for Godwin to get back. Damn it! But it's a weird year, man. Yeah, Scotty Miller year. obviously sucked. Um, you know who I'm kind of interested in is Cam Bray. I. Th- I kind of, I'm eyeing him in our I'm desperate at tight end, obviously as most people are, and um, I kind of am into Cam Brady. Tom Brady talked him up. OJ Howard is out for the season. Gronk Gronk will never be a pass heavy tight end this season, probably ever again. He'll get a few catches for whatever, but I am interested in Cam Brady as the pass catching tight end for the Bucks moving forward. I'm with you too, and a guy that got work was Tanner Hudson. It was so and stupid kind of the though, role, but he he was bad. They're yeah. gonna watch the tape and be like, "All right, well this is drop two balls." So and it's third and goal, and they're not me, playing Gronk. It looked like they split OJ's role between Hudson and Brait, yeah. getting more obviously. Yeah, but for how bad Hudson played, if I think that he's just gonna get the full OJ role and he's gonna be 
he'll be fine. And that was sort of an anemic offensive performance. But I think once Godwin and Evans comes back, once Godwin and Evans are both there, I think that's actually good for Brait. I I like Brait. I like him as a weekly touchdown upside guy and uh, sort of a four, five, six catch a week guy. So I actually think I am going to let go of Gronk this week, put him on the waivers. No, you're not. Yeah, I don't want to. I like Fournette moving forward. I know Ronald Jones has been running well. Yep, two straight 100 yards for uh, Ronald. Sell Keyshawn, high. Yeah, I would sell him if I could, but Keyshawn Vaughn isn't isn't doing anything. Let Shady still hurt. I, I think that it, it's just they're waiting. They're waiting for Fournette to be able to just take it, I hope, because <laughs> I have him, and I need that to happen. But he, to me, five weeks out now, is the guy they need to be workhorsing. I think it's evident. He gives you the best overall workhorse abilities, even if his catching isn't phenomenal. <laughs> it's better than what Ronald Jones can do. Ronald Jones is like is frustratingly bad at catching the ball. Yeah, yeah it's bad. Bad, bad. It's bad, and they don't want. They they really. I can't imagine want to do the thing where once Keyshawn Vaughn is in the game or Fournette is in the game, you know they're probably going to be the pass catching back. No one, no team wants to do that. No one, no one wants to show their hand like that. You want a guy where you don't know what's going to happen in the backfield. Is he going to take it up the middle or run a swing route? I I do like I like chasing Fournette in leagues, and I'm I'm actively trying to acquire him in as many leagues as I can. Okay. Uh, Fournette will be back this week, so. David Montgomery had a good game, except, I mean, he ran like shit. 10 carries, 29 yards. He did have some catches. He had a touchdown on the ground. I think that's, you know, prom- that's encouraging, though, that uh, he had seven catches for 30 yards. That's nice. And you yeah. want that, you know, five-catch floor from Montgomery to be able to be a starter every week. Uh, so I'm encouraged with that outing. Uh, Allen Robinson, 10 catches, 90 yards. Nick Foles just loves him. Yep, he's a target, target machine. machine. Yeah, yeah. So good, good for Some him. Some weren't the best targets, but Pat, do you think he's good now? Nick Foles. <laughs> oh, no, AJ really. Brown touchdown. I am such a genius and good at fantasy football. Did he catch a touchdown? Yeah, he did. Huh? Awesome. How much are you so down? In yes, week? thirteen, and now I'm down. Uh, so you're trying to tell me four. Ryan gave up uh, Keenan Allen for no reason? Uh, well, I mean, gave up Michael Tom. Michael Thomas for no reason. Yeah, because he had Mike Williams in there who had like 30. Yeah. So he got... And Keenan Allen's on bye week now, just like Michael Thomas. It was an unlucky unlucky situation. That was stupid. You hear that, Um, Ryan? That was stupid. Yeah. I I think there'll be something done about that, but we'll see. Are you going to reverse the trade? I I don't know. There... I don't think I should talk about it on here. I'll talk to you guys. <laughs> I don't know. Talk about it on here. Yeah, talk, let, the, let them know about our drama. Well, it was just, you know, my when they agreed on the trade, they in the app, it didn't show that the Chargers had a bye week. It was saying they played next week against the Dolphins. That makes sense because this morning I was literally sitting there thinking, why the hell would he do that if they're both on bye? If he, why would he trade Michael Thomas for Keenan Allen if he's in a win-now mode and they're both on bye week? So week? I think something happened there and I'm – under the impression they are chatting about something, like to figure out like a way to get through. Well, I'm it. sure they're by chatting. You mean Ryan is blowing up no. Char- Charlie's phone, saying we need to reverse this trade. No, Charles so. was actually the one that pointed it out. So he was actually the good good friend. 
because he was like, shit, I didn't realize. Chuck being a good fantasy No, yeah, because he texted me about it. Yeah, because so. he sees he has Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey, Mike Davis, Allen Robinson. He's feel Hunter Henry. He's feeling pretty safe right about now. He's like, oh, I'll, I'll get some goodwill this time so that I could screw the next person. Other games, Panthers-Falcons, Mike Davis, stud. Uh, Matt Ryan, not a stud. Not a stud. Very bad quarterback right now. I'm uh, not playing him. Hold him or fold him on Matt Ryan. Uh, I'd fold him for Derek Carr. Do you know how good Derek Carr's been? Yeah, Derek Carr's been great. He's got Uh, more points than Mahomes. You don't have to (laughs) cut him if you don't have... If you don't have to, but Derek Carr is a good streamer. I wouldn't start Matt Ryan until Julio Jones is healthy and back on the field. He's just not good without Julio. Speaking of Julio, have you guys seen that video that's been going around about him lately? No, what is it? Someone like dug it up on YouTube. It's like a it's like a three or four minute highlight uh, video someone made, but it's Julio Jones's defensive highlight reel, and it's Julio Jones over the course of his career like making sick sick defensive plays really breaking up terrible passes for interceptions chasing people down from like behind like on interceptions and he's got like you know a significant amount and that is a testament to matt ryan not being that good (laughs) yep talking about uh Derek carr you know three touchdowns one interception against the chiefs 29 fantasy points he's he's got something going there now rugs is back that helps him sunday Derek Carr was better than Patrick Mahomes. The question I raised to you <laughs> is Derek Carr better than Patrick Mahomes? <laughs> uh, you, I mean, you got to ask the question. <laughs> so it's definitely a question that needs to be asked at this point. I don't, <laughs> it, we need to do some more analysis, look at the sort of PFF uh, analytics, and maybe. <laughs> maybe? That's, that's all we can maybe. say for now. We'll get back to you guys. Uh, Clyde, you know, we talked about Clyde a little bit yesterday on the, uh, believe it or not segment, 10 carries, 40 yards. Uh, I got a touchdown call back. So that was kind of disappointing. He had three catches for 40 yards. Is he someone you're going to target in trades? Maybe? Yes. Yeah. But whoever drafted him is going to want too much. And you know what? Yesterday I was instinctively sort of. Uh, defensive of Clyde and, and and really still confident in him. And and the the more I looked into it today, the Chiefs have the Chiefs are are acting differently. They're not using their running back the way they have in years past. And his workload is down. His red zone usage is is not good at all. And this might be a situation where they're not where the coaching staff is not doing what seems obvious, which is use your running back who looks good to the eye. They might never wake up and do it. This might be a a situation where all season we're like, okay, you know, it'll come, but it might not come. And in that situation, if you can, before it's too late and you own Clyde and you can move him for Michael Thomas or D hop or even Godwin, would you trade Clyde for Godwin? The injuries just sketch no. me a little bit too much. He, man, if, if you, if I'm not, you, I'm not worried about the injuries really with Godwin. Like I think he'll be back. I think he'll be fine. Let's say you had you grabbed Aaron Jones in the second, and uh, who's a good third round back this year? I don't, I can't think of one off. Let's my just head. say Todd Gurley. And you have Ceh in the first. So you started three running back. I think you could move him for Chris Godwin to get a good wide out. That yeah, because your wide outs are probably trash. Yeah. yeah. You probably have like t- some mixture of T.Y. Hilton, t- Tyler Boyd, or something. 
Yeah, and possibly, yeah. but you could have like you know Metcalf. <laughs> DK Metcalf, God, and Metcalf, Stephon awesome, Diggs, dude. Stephon Diggs. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. It's really, man, this year is so weird. It's just really a luck. It really is a luck of the draw in how you drafted. If you stumbled across, it's it's how your position fell really well, in the in your draft. Luke and I were discussing just how like we have similar records but drastically different stories behind our team. Like somehow my team has not been hit with the injury bug whatsoever. Yeah, like, whatsoever. Yet, I'm at the bottom of the league. So you're probably thinking, oh, my team's not that good. But due to f- some unfortunate events and me getting the most points scored on me weekly, yeah. my team's actually good in points in our yeah. league. But it's just unfortunate. Luke's, on the other hand, <sighs> hasn't even had an opportunity to get going. Yep. And it's like neither of us want to panic because he likes the guys he has. They just need to get healthy. My guys I like. They've been doing well. But we're both sitting here with, you know. One and one and three on the year right now. Well, even in armchair in our other league, Luke's in second place, undefeated, but isn't like he's like the tenth highest scorer yeah. in the league. And so it really things are how you how they fall. I have a league that had I think we talked about it yesterday, but it, it's it's similar to Luke where I haven't had a chance to start all my guys. I mean, I drafted Kamara, Godwin, Juju, Kittle, Tyler Lockett, Stephon Diggs, and I've you know I had Kill gone a few weeks. I've had Godwin gone almost the entire time, and Juju's terrible. And so you're just like waiting for this perfect time. But now bye weeks are coming. Yep. So and my bye weeks all seem to be scattered. Where last week I lost Galladay, this week I lost I lose Camara. So Soon I'll lose Pat Mahomes. I'll lose injuries. Correct. I'll lose Amari Cooper, and you know it's just like this scattered gross lost throughout the entire season and you're just hoping you don't lose guys beyond that for injury covid as well (laughs) or covid right like i lost edelman and cam newton for like so it's just you got to try to tread water and 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 get as much depth as you can let's move on to the ravens and the Bengals. lamar jackson 19 of 37 180 yards and two touchdowns and an interception Run game's horrible. 11 carries for 57 yards for Mark Ingram. You know... Mark Ingram is, like, on the A.J. Green level where, objectively, you should be willing to just drop him, but... Why aren't they giving J.K. Dobbins work? He had one carry for 34 yards. It's time. It's time. Gus Edwards... Give him a chance! You know, decent, whatever you want to say about the yards per carry. He's not explosive. He's not electric. He doesn't create anything more than those four-yard rumbles. JK's got to get a shot here. I mean, their offense is so flat. And also, too, I want to ask you guys, what do you do with Lamar Jackson? So I've thought about it. If I have Lamar, this is what I want to do. He still has – it's it's weird because so many quarterbacks are, are playing well where people don't really want the top quarterback. They're not so enticed by him. But if you if whoever had Dak Prescott, they were probably doing well. In, in the league, he was the second best quarterback, and tradition historically, the top three quarterbacks are great. They're like you know forty five point a game quarterbacks. That guy's probably hurting. What I'm willing to do, if I can, is take Lamar Jackson, who was the top scorer in fantasy last year, use his name, trade him to a team that has, let's say, Cam Newton. I'll, I want to acquire Cam, but I also need them to throw in a piece. So if that piece is Kenyon Drake. Or if that piece is uh, Tyler Lockett, who's been struggling the past two weeks. If you can get Cam Newton and a viable piece, I I will move Lamar Jackson, who you probably took in the second, third round. Um, Do you agree with that, boys? So I agree that if you could do that, 
take yeah, it and probably, run probably with can't it, do it that's highway robbery yeah. if i was the opposing owner with the cam even if i had a quarterback let's say i had pat mahomes and cam on my bench uh i'm looking at sounds it sounds like as, a familiar setup yeah, Regar- <laughs> regardless of the situation if i'm like if i have cam and i get approached for that i'm even hesitant to do the straight up i'm looking at a guy who hasn't outperformed my quarterback one week this year yeah so getting another piece off my team it's it's almost like quarterbacks are already hard enough to trade outside of like oh well it's lamar it could happen people will do it though because i thought never in a million years would i see someone trade zeke elliott for nick chubb and luke uh bamboozled someone into doing that or michael thomas for keenan allen so the name value sort of thing can work i agree i agree with you i was approached today i don't want to put this guy on blast but I was approached today. Someone thinks probably I'm stupid, and try try to give me Odell Beckham Jr. and Todd Gurley for Kamara. Um, that's what Rob tried to do today. <laughs> Did he tell you guys that, dude? He's got Odell and Gurley. I'm not. I know. Oh he's yeah, on his team. <laughs> he texted me. I didn't. I haven't we even tried op- not to put him put him yeah, on blast. Well, he's on blast now. <laughs> I haven't even opened his last text because I was so insulted by it. But then I looked at his team. I'm like, listen, if you want Kamara, the number one scoring player in fantasy, that's not a quarterback. So with the Christian McCaffrey of this year, Dalvin Cook is hurt. I'll do it for Dalvin Cook and Odell. I'll give because Kamara's average right now is about 33 points, which is two positions in one. Hmm. He thought that that was just insulting. He even cursed at me. <laughs> and I'm like, Dude, okay, just... but I don't think this is going to go anywhere. If you want, like, you come at me for Camara. Imagine last year I went after whoever Look at had Rob trying to sell high. Yeah. Right. <laughs> after, like, uh, did he listen to our episode where we're like, hey, you should probably get rid of Todd Gurley. He's some moron <laughs> in your league. And he's like, hey, I'll give you Todd Gurley for Camara. <laughs> it's like, uh, what, bro? Like, oh, I love um, it. Usually, and I think you guys agree, whoever comes out, the, the quantity of the pieces don't so much matter as whoever comes out of the trade with the best player typically wins that trade. Uh, I'm not a as firm of a believer in that I, I think it really depends on on the two teams and that's why i think a lot of the best deals are two for one deals yeah because presumably the person coming out with the one is getting the best player in the trade mm-hmm. but if you're the person receiving the two you're usually desperate for two starters for quantity yeah and so you need the production from from two people that might be true but how about this let me rearrange it the person that comes out with the best player, and that player was historically a top seven pick in the first round. So you come out with Zeke, Kamara, Christian McCaffrey, Michael Thomas. Nice they usually win the league, nice, the, the it, trade. It's nice to add a stud, yes. Yes. The, the studs usually are what carry your team. Uh, how did we get sidetracked like this? Oh, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, let's so let's just – and I think uh, – Fantasy shows and articles talk too much, sometimes too liberally, about take this guy and trade him. Just right, It's not really always that easy. You can't just pick up a guy and move him. Usually t- players in, in leagues are always hesitant to get rid of their guys. And especially at a quarterback position where I could go pick up Ryan Tannehill. So if you have Lamar, let's just operate under you, the assumption that you cannot trade him. Are you guys going to keep starting him? And, and that was kind of my, my next question per se was how do you view him with guys on your bench no i think he's still got to start him. so he's got philly next week philly gives up the 21st most points to to fantasy quarterbacks so not that great of a matchup just analytically speaking yeah um, bottom half 
But with that being said, so Lamar against Philly or let's see, who can we pick here? That'd be Give me like a Fitz Fitzpatrick. He's always the sort of barometer that people like to use. Well, I could do this one. Would you do So Teddy versus Chicago? Tough matchup. No, you gotta put Lamar. Teddy's been consistent past couple. I like Teddy. I'll do Lamar against Philly. Okay. Herbert's on a bye, so we can't do him. It feels like a week that Lamar's going to get 50 points, by the way. Uh, Fitz versus... <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it feel like it? Fitz, Ooh, touchdown Josh the, Allen, Fitz T. versus the Jets. Oh, flag. So, uh, what did you say, Tyler? Fitz versus the Jets. Lamar versus Philly. That one... So, Fitzpatrick hasn't scored less than, like, 25 points in any game besides when he played the Colts. Okay. Or, was it the Colts or the Patriots? Basically, there's only been one bad game for Fitz, and it was against a respect. Yep, that was week one against New England. Okay, so that Other was the... Than that, 28, 29, 21, 33. Sure. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, against the Jets, the problem is, I know the Jets are a terrible defense, but the Dolphins aren't the most high-octane offense. And so, as well as Fitz played against, let's say, Seattle, that typically happens. What doesn't usually, or even San Francisco, but what what gets lost is these terrible defenses like the Jets. When they have a terrible offense, also that that those matchups are typically anemic. What you really want is like the Falcons with the a terrible scoring, defense, but they have a good offense and keep the pressure on. Correct. So when the, doesn't the Jets versus Dolphins feel like a seventeen, you know, fourteen game that's just gross and it 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 does. But the last time they played, it was right. Haven't they already played him once this year? Have they? Oh, no, if that was the Jags I'm thinking of in that trash can of a matchup. But but, but the Jags are at least like a Minshew and, and Keelan Cole and, and uh, DJ Shark and Robin. They can move the ball. The Jets are like, they might be the worst offense in the league. Yeah, I mean, after yeah. looking at it, absolutely. there's another one, Golfer, San Fran. I mean, after looking at it, realistically, you're going to play Lamar. You're going to play Lamar. Against waiver wire guys, you're going to play Lamar. But if but, you took Lamar and have a backup, you know, you have Big Ben, I'm interested now. Yeah. Big Ben, th- down the course of the rest of the season with Juju and Claypool and Deontay and, and Ebron and James Conner is someone I'm – he's going to be good, man. Yeah, and I mean, as of to date right now, through five weeks, Lamar's put up two games that I would say would are pretty detrimental to your team. Yeah, right. Where you um, took him, you, you skipped so, out on, you know uh, – you skipped down on Odell, Todd Gurley, Nick Chubb. So you, you needed him to be the difference maker. He's not. Yeah. Yep. I don't know about Lamar, really. He's he's struggling, but, I, you know, you got to expect a bounce back, in the, especially him running he's the ball. He's just not running and like, like he I used said, to. Yeah. Uh, I petitioned to have that play stand. Yeah, that is. It happened for me. So. Classic push-pass touchdown by Josh yeah, Allen right there. should not count for passing touchdown for no, Josh No, it shouldn't. I'm but, still backing that, but um, – Good score. The other thing that I did mention the other day with the Ravens, the one other uh, scary part is that they're still winning. Yeah. So it's like, it's but, like, why are they inclined to change what they're doing at the moment? Because they can't beat the Chiefs. Bad. Yeah, they can't the Chiefs are going to kill them. Yeah. And they know they they're winning, but Harbaugh knows in his heart of hearts it doesn't feel good. Yeah, it's not. It's not like last year. No, it doesn't feel different. good when your your quarterback was rushing for seventeen hundred yards. And your, I mean, Mark Ingram looks bad, and it's like you need to try the rookie man. Give give him fifteen carries next game. See what happens. I'm holding him. Give Mark Ingram a rest day. Them. See what happens. There's JK's floating around in one of my waivers, and I'm I'm eyeing him, but 
it's, I don't, I don't, it's, it's like I have to drop him for Zach Moss or something. And that's the thing. You have to have someone that, at this point, you're still weeks and weeks and weeks out from the Dobbins, possibly. So it's like... He could yeah. be a dead bench. Spot yeah, if you're a five and zero guy, that's that's when you you, you yeah. grab him if you can if you can afford it. The Mark Ingram combo with Dobbins is like the worst case scenario we talked about earlier in the off season, where you think you have two good running backs and a potential handcuff, but in actuality they both just suck and yeah, you can't start either. <laughs> that, yeah, that's worse than when it was Demarco Murray, Derrick Henry, because Demarco Murray that one year was really good with the Titans, and yeah. Derrick Henry was barely used, and then the next year was the old breakout, but. That'll do it today, Pat. You want to take us out? Okay, boys and girls. We just talked about some of the prime matchups that we saw last week. For the rest of the week, we'll start looking forward into the uh, week six matchups. Give you the breakdown of the games. Who's interesting? Who should you start? Who should you bench? COVID, blah, blah, blah. The case of 2020. Don't forget to find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Google Play Store. Hit the subscribe button. It helps us out. And leave us a review if it's anything less than five stars. Don't forget to leave it to yourself. You can find us also on Instagram at fantasy.footballkings. Hit us with a follow. Hit us with likes. Hit us with your questions. We'll talk about them live on the air. And until next time, take it easy, Kings.